Hello everyone, welcome to the FPM Manor Podcast Show. This is your host, FPM Manor. It's been two weeks thereabouts since we last experienced some form of Premier League in our lives. As last game week was a little bit great for most and bad for some, like myself. Um, we'll get into that later, but yeah, welcome to the FPM Manor Podcast Show. Here we'll be talking about top fantasy assets you should consider in FPL for Game Week 9 differentials, projected points to come and um, what we'll be doing if we have our wildcard still available going forward. Welcome to the show. We'll be right back after the short break. And we are back. So if you are not sure of who is speaking, my name is Wally. I'm the FPL Manual and I do this every Thursday for FPL episodes every Thursday before the next Premier League weekend returns and we'll also be doing this also on Mondays before our Champions League um, games for the Champions League Fantasy guys. So as at the time of recording it is 8.17am on a Thursday the 19th of October 2023 and um, basically we're going to do what we do every week before another big weekend comes like this we'll talk about uh, our past points from the last game week we'll talk about um, who we look forward to bringing to our teams who we are considering on our wildcard or our free hits or whatever kind of team we are structuring and so on and so forth so looking at my team <coughs> looking at my team from last game week this is our game eight review i scored very very low very very low points in fact the only return I had last game week was that of um which player now? Um that of Okay, okay, yes, I'm here. So I had no returns last game week apart from that of Madison and that of Idoje. Apart from Madison and Idoje, I do not have any much returns last week. Um everyone blanked basically. Even my captain son blanked and I got a total of 32 points. 32 points. 32 points was not good. And that took me from about 200k rank to 600k. 647k. So it was a big red arrow. It was a big red arrow. Thanks to Salah scoring a brace against Brighton. That was one of the damages that made it look very poor and yeah so a few questions to ask out of game week nine what do we do with haaland do we say haaland he has not scored for a while now if i'm not mistaken he has not scored in his last three four games in total in all competitions as if i add the champions league and the Carabao cup game he has sort of not been scoring however haaland is still top player for goals in the league he has eight goals in Premier League and no one has more than him and on our draft draft hound um, FPL website he's predicted to get at least eight points for next week 8.3 points for next week so the question is do we say Haaland or do we do we keep him okay the thing is that if you are going to say Haaland when do you plan on bringing him back that's the question City play Brighton, Manchester United away next, Bournemouth and Chelsea in their next four games before they play Liverpool, Tottenham. So it gets tougher from game week 
13 when they play Liverpool Spurs, but they are City, they are champions. They, these are games they can win when they are on form. So, and out of form, Man City, everything, Haaland are struggling to score. Do we say Haaland or not? Um, personally, I will say no, because I don't think selling Haaland is a wise idea because you still need to get him back at the end of the day. And for his price, it's difficult to just quickly just round up money without getting hits. So I'll say no to selling Haaland. But however, if you have sold him prior to now and you have enjoyed more of the seller points, because most people actually sold Haaland prior to now to get in seller and got in much of the 10, 15 points he has been getting, I'll say that was a good idea and that was a good strategy. However, you should probably be looking at how to get him back as he can just rack up a brace or hat-trick very soon and that's all the love for Haaland gets back so um, I think the games coming next two games one City are playing against Brighton and against Young Boys in Champions League are sort of easier games on paper and Man City should come out with the win especially now with Atroji is back from suspension it, it will help them do well overall in their team so moving on to the next question after you know considering whether we're selling her or not who are we going to what are we going to do on united assets united have i've not been doing well and i talked about this last time and it's obviously obvious that we need to sell them however there is a some before is at least it's looking like better days are ahead united play um chef united next and players like um rashford are prepared to get at least six points in that game so uh, if you still have a United asset and you don't feel like selling, you could keep them for at least this game. But personally, I'm not keeping an United player. I'm saying bye-bye to United players. Get out of the door. We don't need United players for now. Um, that brings us to the question, what players we should now bring in into our teams? Um, I think if you don't have Salah by now, you should probably break your bank to get him in anyhow at the expense of some other players, like maybe... Um, Saka or probably Madison, although I'm not a fan of taking a Madison, but it it just shows that he's so important. And I mentioned this back in game four when I was about to play my wild card that I would have needed Saka Salah in my team, but I took him out, and that was a big mistake I made. And I'm a little bit recovering from it now. So um Salah is one of those players you need to have on your team. Either your wild card team, your actual team, you need to get in Salah. Players I also want to get my wild card that of um the obvious guys like Trippier, um, Matty Cash, um, maybe Dan Bond in place of Botman that is not 100% fit. Um, one of Son, Madison, or both of them. Alvarez also. So just the normal wildcard template that most of us have in our team. Differentials I'm looking forward to getting is that of Kopama. Kopama at 4.9 million. He took the last pen for Chelsea in the 4 1 win where they won last time against Burnley. So yes, I'm looking forward to also having it was at least Kupama in the Chelsea team even though their games looking looking rough uh, that's kind of player I'm looking forward to having maybe only Watkins up front in case you want to risk it and say I'm not doing Haaland anymore I need a cheaper way of getting Salah and I'm going to take a Haaland you can get in only Watkins in your team and yeah that would be that about that so let's look at our next game week and which features you should be targeting or which features I would love to watch um, we have some big games in this game um, we have the Mercy side derby um, which is on the first early kickoff game Liverpool versus Everton um, Chelsea also play Arsenal another London derby also there Chelsea play Arsenal um, then some other games like Spurs who play Leeds against Fulham so these are some nice games I'm looking forward to getting um, my players 
watching rather this weekend so down to our team review we always make our fpf episode short um so let's go to our team review and what we have done ahead of game week nine so for game week nine um this is how my team is looking so far i had made two transfers just to fit in Salah and I didn't want to take out Haaland because of just the Haaland factor and plus probably because I'm a City fan so there's a little bit of bias there so I've kept Haaland and I took out Saka who was not fit for the last game and was not able to play so Saka has gone out and Salah in then I was able to find um, a little bit of money elsewhere to take out Rashford and bring in Palmer. so those are the two moves I've done so far. So my team looking so far so good. This is how my team looks. Um, Pope in goal, Matikash, Walker, Botsman, and Udogi. That's the back four. Then I have a middle of four midfielders: Diaby, Salah as captain, Madison vice captain, Son also completing those those four. Then up front Alvarez and Haaland. Then on the bench Ariola playing um, Aston Villa away. Um, Cole Palmer, first up, Morris and Bea. Now, naturally, I want to start Palmer ahead of maybe one of Botman who is not readily available. But I think if Botman is available, he is projected to get at least six points or nine points if Crystal Palace keep a clean sheet. So I like the prospect of that. Even though Palmer might be influential against Arsenal when Chelsea play, I don't know. I just feel Arsenal has the better momentum. And I don't mind risking benching Palmer, who whose ownership is very, very low. And I'm not sure he's not to get another 12 points against Arsenal. So why not bench him? Who knows? He could get something more, but his projected points at two. I don't think I want to start him against Arsenal. So that's why I'm benching Palmer. Yeah. So I'm going to 4 4 2 formation for the first time this season, at least from the starting formation here. So that's why my team looks. I'm going to captain Salah, even though they have the early kickoff. I think um, Man City playing Brighton, it will be, it'll be much tougher. Even though City are very good at home, Brighton seems to um, know what they are doing when they are playing tough teams like Manchester United when they won 3-1 away from home. And they might also fight for possession because they play a very possessive kind of game. And City, without a key creator besides Rodri, um, might struggle to gain more than 2-1 win. So probably Hala will get on the goals, but I don't know. I see... I see I see Liverpool doing better against Everton, who have only scored about seven points this season so far and are close to the bottom of the table than um, some other teams are. So I think Liverpool do well. Salah is always involved with the goals. Whether Liverpool play not so well or play well, he's just involved. So I will give Salah the armband this week. So that brings me to the end of this podcast. Um, if you have any questions concerning your team, please feel free to message me. Also, also... Um, I want to use this medium to promote our Champions League fantasy coming soon. Um, I'll start putting in some trades or write-ups concerning price changes and all those coming up soon for the Champions League fantasy. So stay tuned for that and tune in on Monday for that as well. Um, if you have any reason to support me um, in this podcast, I do once in a while. Just to say thank you. I don't have a patron, but I have PayPal um, and I have... Um, what they call it? Um, a buy me a coffee page. Um, a coffee page. So you can check that on my Twitter bio, on my LinkedIn link tree. Is all all the information is there. So thanks for staying tuned, guys. Um, this will bring us to the wrap end of this episode today. Till next time, may your arrows be green. Bye bye.